0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Drive at 5. The story is driving today's headlines. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020 kdka always important to make certain that your air pressure is accurate the last thing you want to do is have a car that doesn't handle well as you're trying to handle the drive at five It is 5.08 on the 11th of April. Unfounded calls reporting an active shooter on the University of Pittsburgh campus in Oakland prompted a massive police response. Happened early, well, late last night, early this morning as it was going into the early hours of the day. An investigation is underway as to where those calls may have come from. University and city police responded to the campus about 11.15. Calls made reporting a shooter at the Hillman Library on Forbes Avenue. Just before midnight, Pittsburgh public safety officials said The building was cleared and there was no evidence of an active shooter. An alert set by Pittsburgh Emergency Notification System about 1230 said the university and city police responded to multiple location pertaining to an active shooter and cleared them all. Officials said the reports of shots fired as the incident was unfolding were actually the result of an officer using their firearm to gain access through locked doors in order to clear the building. Pitt's emergency notification system and public acknowledgement of the incident were being called into question on social media. Now, the notification said Pitt ENS alert, University of Pittsburgh police, along with City of Pittsburgh police, responded to multiple locations pertaining to an active shooter on campus. Officers have responded and cleared the locations. It has been determined that the calls were unfounded. Investigation continues into the source of those hoax calls. Calls. A tweet from the university with the same message was sent at twelve forty four A. M. when Pitt police sent out that message. Now the pushback is coming from a lot of Pitt students saying why did it take so long to get that message? Kennywood on track to open for season 125, and that will be on April 22nd. Park officials, state police, representatives from the district attorney, Stephen Zappala's office, met on April 5th. They reviewed the security measures and the protocols after Zapala had raised concerns following a September shooting inside the park where three people were wounded. At the joint meeting, park officials said over the last eight months, they've increased the police presence at the park. They've implemented a chaperone policy and made improvements to the fence lines surrounding the park. Last month, the said this year's opening for Kennywood could be delayed if park officials did not take measures to ensure that the grounds were safe. He added... They would go to court if Kenny Wood did not take additional action. Officials said Kenny Wood has added an independent security expert to assist state police in their review of security protocols at the park. Suicidal gunmen legally purchased the high-powered rifle that was used to kill five co-workers at a Louisville bank. Less than a week before the shots rang out. Connor Sturgeon, 25, purchased the AR-15-style weapon on April 4th from an authorized seller, according to Louisville Police Chief Jacqueline Gwyn Valeriole. She told reporters, we have also learned that he purchased the weapon used in this tragic incident on April 4th. He purchased the gun legally from one of the local dealerships here in Louisville. Congressman Morgan McGarvey, a Democrat who represents Louisville, revealed that the killer had sent disturbing text messages signaling that he was considering harming himself before Monday's shooting as well. We know he left a note, said the congressman. We know that he texted or called at least one person to let them know that he was suicidal and contemplating harm, but we don't have the tools on the books to deal with someone who is in imminent danger to themselves or to others. Two officers were shot by Sturgeon, one Corey Galloway, the other Nicholas Wilt. In all, five people died in the bank shooting in Louisville, Kentucky, yesterday. Cabinet members in Israel joining those who are marching as thousands of Israelis, led by at least seven cabinet members, marched Monday to an evacuated West Bank settlement. Defiant signal that Israel's most right-wing government in history is determined to accelerate settlement building on occupied lands despite international opposition. The mass rally also threatened to further raise tensions that have been heightened by the days of unrest all around the region after a contested Jerusalem holy site, or excuse me, over a contested Jerusalem holy site. In new violence, Israeli troops killed a 15-year-old Palestinian boy during an arrest raid in the occupied West Bank, while a 48-year-old Israeli woman died of wounds sustained in an attack last week that killed two of her daughters. Monday's march took place in northern West Bank, a scene of repeated violence in recent months. Thousands of Israeli police and army forces were reportedly deployed to secure the march which added to the already combustible atmosphere that has accompanied the overlap of major Jewish and Muslim holy days. Tensions between Israelis and Palestinians have reached a fever pitch in the recent weeks surrounding a Jerusalem shrine. Ukrainian agents pursuing attacks outside Ukraine, according to leaked U.S. documents. Ukrainian agents have pursued drone attacks inside Belarus and Russia. That is contrary to U.S. and Western wishes. Leaders in Kyiv have considered further targets outside of Ukraine, at least according to a batch of leaked U.S. documents that appear to expose national security secrets. Now, about 50-plus leaked documents have revealed much about Ukraine's uh, strength of the military and weaknesses as well. The documents posted online seem to contain sensitive and highly classified material, although some may have been altered, according to the Pentagon. Two documents appear to show Ukraine launching operations inside other countries, though some allied nations have said that any such actions might cause them to reconsider their ongoing support for Kyiv. John Bolton, who served as national security advisor during the Trump administration, said the disclosures show how damaging leaked documents like this can be. Speaking of documents, congressional leaders known as a gang of eight have begun receiving access to classified documents found in the possession of former President Donald Trump, President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence once they left office. Law enforcement officials found documents with classified markings at the homes or private offices of all three men, and handling the documents is a federal investigation now. The House and Senate intelligence committees have been seeking access to the material. Now, the Justice Department had previously rejected the committee's request to turn over the documents, saying they were part of an active investigation, but lawmakers had expressed frustration at what they described as the DOJ's sparse briefings on the matter. In a statement released after a briefing in February, the Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Mark Warner, Democrat, Virginia, and Vice Chairman Marco Rubio, Republican, Florida, said it, quote, left much to be desired. And finally today, is it so long for Tupperware? The legendary food storage brand has hired advisors to help turn around the company after notifying securities regulators that it may have to close. In a release that was dated last week, the Orlando-based company announced that it was seeking to improve its capital structure in order to, quote, remediate its doubts regarding its ability to continue as a going concern, end quote. The same day that it issued that notice, after a warning it could be headed for default if Lenders demand payment for remaining, or excuse me, for maintaining access to the company's main line of credit. By the way, created back in the 1940s by American entrepreneur Earl Tupper. Tupperware enjoyed a brief resurgence of popularity during the pandemic, but Monday the company's share price dipped below two dollars following the growing concern announcement. A decade ago, shares were worth about a hundred. And that's today's Drive at Five. Those are the stories making headlines on the 11th day of April. The Drive at Five. The stories driving today's headlines. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020, KDKA.